Support for that 90s wrestling podcast has been brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below-the-waist grooming needs and get 20% off plus free delivery. And all you have to do is use my code 90s, that's 90s, 90s. Use that at manscaped.com. And like I said before, you get 20% off and also you get free shipping to anywhere around the world. So thanks for that and please enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to that 90s wrestling podcast. I'm your host James Thunstall and today's special guest is one of the rising stars of Ring of Honor, the one and only EY Isom. How you doing Eli? Good, I'm doing good. How you doing? Good thanks. Uh, just had a quick chat off camera, just uh, another hectic day as normal but yeah at least I can uh, relax in there. Yeah just uh, t- chill out and just talk about uh, wrestling. Uh, it's Wrestlemania week so it's uh, all over the place. Are you excited for this week? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely excited. Anytime uh, WrestleMania pops up, I'm, you know, <laughs> I feel like a little kid again. So, yeah, yeah. definitely exciting time. Yeah, it's crazy because, I mean, like, you know, you're Ring of Honor and, you know, I watch Ring of Honor every week. Same as I watch NWA, try and watch AEW and uh, WWE. And I kind of get criticized for it. It's like, well, you're not allowed to watch more than one wrestling promotion. I'm like, really? <laughs> so... <laughs> When you see, like, especially, like, when they had the, the Wednesday Night Wars, it wasn't a war, it was a pissing contest between right. NXT and Dynamite, it's like, yeah, we've won the ratings. I'm like, can't you just, like, enjoy both shows? It's not like back during the Monday Night Wars where you could only really, a lot of play, people literally could only choose one show to watch. These days, we've got the internet, we've got DVR and all right. these things. So why is that war? It's not like what it was like in the 90s. Uh, how do you feel about that? I mean, I really feel like uh, if you like, you know, AEW, NXT, all those other things, just, you know, just watch it. I mean, it's wrestling. I don't think um, I think people take it a little bit too seriously sometimes with yeah. their their loyalty and whatnot. But, yeah, I feel I mean, I watch all, tons of different wrestling, even though I work for Ring of Honor. And yeah. I, I feel like that's the way it should be. If you're a fan, you should just be a fan. Yeah. What do you think to the uh, concept now, Fat, uh, especially of AEW? Like, they seem to be more open to work with other promotions because before lockdown, we saw that with Ring of Honor and um, NWA started doing some cross shows. So, is that something you like for to see come back in Ring of Honor quite soon, like doing some cross promoting? Uh, I feel like right now, I feel like Ring of Honor is doing so well on their own, yeah. on our own. And I feel like we need to continue to do that as just as of right now, just so we can yeah. continue to grow back because uh, in 2019, it was kind of rough. It was a rough year for Ring of Honor. I think, you know, that's not a secret for anybody. Yeah. Uh, so, but I mean, uh, after the pandemic happened and we started doing, you know, the closed off set shows, I think it's really set us apart. Yeah. And uh, I feel like if we can just keep our momentum going, I think we can do a lot of good things in the future. Yeah. I mean, RH has just been killing it uh, since uh, lockdown's been lifted. So, uh, and it, it kind of like they've kind of took advantage of, like, say, the empty arenas. For some reason, it just works so well with Ring of Honor because 
Yeah. With Ring of Honor's style, it is like basically in ring, and that's where they excel at. And without, I suppose, the outside distractions, you are purely focused on the in ring. And with the talent of yourself and the rest of the RH roster, it's really being highlighted a lot, especially with Jonathan Gresham there. I've always been a fan of him, but seeing him in this sense, especially with the pure tournament, I'm like, wow, I, d- I didn't realize how good he was <laughs> right yeah he's he's awesome he really is he i think you know just you know i might be a little biased but i really do think he's the best technical wrestler in the whole world yeah and it's like you said like i don't know it just our closed off sets it just works i'm i'm not sure it just makes it feel like a like a fight like a real fight yeah. it's still pro wrestling don't get me wrong but yeah it just feels more like intimate and uh just more in your face which i i like awesome so, before we get back to RH, we'll uh, start at the beginning. So, uh, your childhood, and I watched uh, a video package of yours uh, the other week, and, uh, yeah, you being a fan, and, like, with your late mother, like, she and yourself was watching it growing up, so what was, like, being a wrestling fan from a young age? Um, it was, uh, I so I kind of got picked on for it a little bit. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> no, none of my friends really enjoyed it all that much. Um, none of my family members really enjoyed it, except for my mom. But yeah, it was always, I would come to school and I had my wrestling t-shirts on and be like, oh, he's got, he's got another one on today, <laughs> stuff like that. But I didn't, I never really cared because it's just something I've always enjoyed. And uh, yeah. I enjoyed it so much, I uh, decided to, you know, get into the business. What was the uh, turning point for yourself to uh, feel like, right, this is actually what I want to do now for the rest of my life? So back in 2016, I was just uh, I was working with my dad. He's a mechanic. So I was just I was just working with him and wasn't doing anything special. But then um, I was like I had a little bit of money saved up and I started looking online. So I was like, oh, what if I what if I tried wrestling out? You know, I've always wanted to do it. It was just like, a, you know, an afterthought. But then um, I started watching some what culture videos. Yes. There was a there was a what culture video about uh, 10 things you don't know about. You might not know about Ring of Honor. And Jay Lethal was on it. And uh, he was talking about how, oh, uh, ROH, they have a they have a school in Bristol, Pennsylvania. You know, you can pay this much money and we'll train you from scratch. So I was like, oh, that's that sounds interesting. So I kept that in the back of my mind. But then um, when my mom passed away, that's when I decided, like, okay, I think I should just, you know, just go for it. Because if I don't do it now, who knows when I'll ever do it. And I want to make sure that I do something that she'll be proud of. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the um, package of the week, and it, it was a very emotional package, and uh, and it made me drawn to you more, because I'm like, well, this really means a lot for this young guy, so when I saw it, and, you know, I can't say I understand what you're going through, but I would imagine it was so hard, but like you said, you want to do something what would make your mother so proud, and believe me when I say I'm pretty sure she's very proud of what you're doing, and you're still very early in your career, so it's great, but... Going uh, to the school and being trained by uh, Cheeseburger, uh, you must got some fun stories training underneath him. <laughs> yeah, the, there was definitely some uh, some interesting times there, you know, in the in the dojo with uh, Cheeseburger and Will Ferrara. Uh, those it was just it was a lot of fun. It really was, especially when we would uh, get to go on the road, because it was uh, in my starting class. There was about six of us. Right. So uh, they would have us go on the road and we would have to, you know, catch streamers at ringside or, you know, set up the ring and tear it down. And uh, you kind of just stayed out of the way of everybody. 
You know, I don't. I was like really worried that I would always get in trouble uh, for like doing something wrong. So I was just like really, you know, kept to myself and just tried to do the best I can. But yeah, those were those were definitely some fun times when I first started. Yeah, and uh, I would imagine as well. It's like right, make sure I go. Is that policy in Ring of Honor? Making sure. You, well, I would imagine it is, but going around making sure you introduce yourself, shake everyone's hands, and uh, all that. <laughs> yeah, it was so like it was it was that, but um. I was just like a crew guy, so I didn't right. want to just go up to everybody like, oh, hey, my name is, you know, Eli, nice to meet you, because, you know, they see those guys every show, just interchangeable, so I just, uh, I made sure to wait a little bit before I, you know, I picked my spots, I'll say, <laughs> I, I always knew when to go up and when not to go up. Cool. And uh, one of your first matches, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, was uh, Shane Taylor. And uh, I've had, I had the pleasure of interviewing him a few months ago. Uh, great guy. Uh, is he as hard hitting in the ring as I imagine he is? Oh, yeah, he brings it. <laughs> he, he, he definitely brings it. Uh, yeah, that was my first uh, Ring of Honor match. Right. And uh, yeah, I mean, he, he smoked me, that's for sure. <laughs> but yeah, Shane's awesome. Like, he's he's super cool. And uh, ever since that day, he's always had my back. So whenever I need help or whenever I need, like, some advice or something like that, he's always there to give it to me. Yeah, great guy. And uh, you got paired up with uh, Kenny King and uh, Chucky Taylor. And, well, Chucky T, just because Chuck Taylor now. Right. And um, yeah, he was in the six man tag. And this was one of like the early highlights was the six man tag gauntlet and you pinning Christopher Daniels. So <laughs> being squared off of SCU like Kazarian, Scorpio, and uh, Daniels and actually getting the pin on Daniels, what did that feel like for you? Because you're you're you were still relatively young in your career at this point. Yeah, I'm. I think I was less than a year still wow. at that point. Um, it was. I mean, even when I think about it now, it's is crazy because yeah. I mean, Christopher I mean all those guys are awesome but Christopher Daniels especially he's a ROH legend yeah so yeah when that happened I was like I didn't know what to think because I was like oh you know where where did this go like I, I hope I'm ready for this because it kind of just threw me in the deep end but uh I think I think it you know turned out okay I think I'm doing okay for myself and yeah I, Christopher Daniels was awesome I hope I get you know get the chance to work with him one time again oh yeah and I would imagine uh, Kenny King kind of acted like a mentor during this bit as well. Right. No, yeah, he definitely did. Um, yeah, he had told me before, because I was supposed to wrestle somebody else that day. Right. And uh, he had came up to me and was like, oh, yeah, you're going to, we had to switch some things around because someone got hurt. So you're in the match now. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's funny. You know, a good one. And he's like, oh, no, I'm serious. You better go get ready. <laughs> so, you know, he was, uh, he was there to, like, keep me calm and keep my nerves in check definitely yeah and uh, that led on to your uh, six-man tag match against the kingdom so uh what was it like wrestling them and uh what's your thoughts on uh vincent these days he's had a bit of a departure from them days uh with the righteous i i personally love it because i'm a big fan of devil's rejects movie and that's what mm -hmm. i see so right. what's it like wrestling that match and then seeing the evolution of vincent and the righteous now Oh man, that match! Uh, I was I was super nervous for that match. I really was because um, you know that was after the the SGU match. So I figured that you know I have to you know always I have to step up. You know they're expecting a lot out of me, so I hope I you know just do yeah. them justice. But I mean Matt Matt Taven, Tico Ryan, Vincent, they're all you know really awesome guys. I'm not sure what uh, Vincent is doing now. I don't know what you know. 
how yeah. if he got hit too hard, he just got a screw loose or something. He, he's a little standoffish in the locker room now, but uh, yeah, I mean, when I wrestled him then, he was yeah, a great guy, uh, awesome to work against. Yeah, I, I think he's actually coming onto the show soon, so I, I have to prepare myself. I'm thinking what side of Vincent <laughs> is coming on my show, so it could be a very different interview to my normal one, so I'm really looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, it's a great uh, storyline, especially like between him and uh, Tave, and it was one of my highlights watching uh, at the 19th anniversary show, so yeah, they're actually killing it at the minute. Uh, but another tag team, uh, a group what killed it was... Uh, Shinobi Shadow uh, Squad. So, um, what was it like being paired up with your teacher Cheeseburger and being paired up with uh, Ryan Nova as well? Uh, I mean, I always, I just thought it was a lot of fun. I really did, and I thought it was necessary for me because, I mean, at, at the time, so at this point in time, um, you know, the Daniels matches happen, the Kingdom matches happen, but uh, I wasn't really sure what was next. So that's when I got together with uh, Berger and Ryan and we were just, you know, talking about things, wondering like where we're going to go, like just ourselves individually. So then we had the idea to, you know, come together since we all, you know, we train together. Berger, you know, he knows us both so well. So we figured, you know, if we come together, that gives us like another six man team in the division, which, you know, who knows what could happen. It could set us up for, you know, some really cool things. So, yeah, as soon as uh, I'm really glad that we did that, you know, some people always told me like, oh, why, why are you doing the Shinobi Shadow Squad, blah, blah, blah. But no, I got to be with my friends. You know, I had to got to have a lot of fun and I got some experience, which I really did need at the time. Awesome. Oh, the matching fan, the three of you played quite a lot of uh, Shinobi uh, growing up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah, no, most definitely. I've tried to play it like the other SNES ones and they are so tough <laughs> so they, yeah they, they're they're brutal they really they really are yeah I'm a little bit cheeky because uh I got like a emulator and it's got like SNES N64 Mega Drive uh even Atari uh all these uh consoles on it it's mm-hmm. awesome it's literally thousands of thousands of games I thought oh Shinobi I, I've tried I, I never played it since I was four year old Played it the other day, and I was like, I was actually better at this game when I was four year old than I am now. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird how that works, Yeah, it's even like when I'm playing the old Marios, and that, I'm like, I used to be so good at these games. I'm like, am I getting that old? <laughs> so, uh, crazy. And uh, speaking of old, uh, well, not old, but a couple of veterans of Ring of Honor, uh, the Briscoes, so you've tangled with them a couple of times. Uh, what's the Briscoes like? Oh, the Briscoes, they're... Uh... They're intense, but they're also some of the most lighthearted guys I've ever met in my entire life. They're just, yeah. I don't think there's two more down-to-earth people that I've ever yeah. met in wrestling than the Briscoes. And, you know, just to factor in that they've been here since literally day one. And uh, the fact that I've gotten to wrestle them, you know, a couple, on a couple occasions, it's, uh, it's, it's truly awesome. I never really thought that I'd be this far in my career and gotten to wrestle so many great people already since, I, you know, yeah. I'm only three years in, you know, and, you know, with the minus the lockdown. But, yeah, um, yeah the, Bris- the Briscoes are awesome, definitely. Yeah, they're definitely the uh, heart and soul of Ring of Honor. Like, when you yeah. think Ring of Honor, you think of them. Uh, someone put up the other day, like, what's your Mount Rushmore of RRH? And it's tough, and I'm thinking, well, the Briscoes definitely belong there. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah. who do you put with them? So it's tough, but, like, they're your number one pick for it every time. And uh, another guy who epitomizes um, Ring of Honor, and he's one of my favorites, and I'm so glad 
it, you know, got revealed he signed a new contract, uh, Dalton Castle, and mm-hmm. you've wrestled him. So, uh, what's Dalton like? Uh, I can imagine. Well, I actually interviewed Joe Hendry, who we'll talk about in a minute, and he's like, mm-hmm. it, me and Dalton's got completely different personalities. He said, sometimes I'm loud and he's quiet, but then sometimes it can be opposite. So, what's your experiences with Dalton? Yeah, he's uh, he's super, he's very eccentric. You know, yeah. what you what you see on TV is what you see, you know, in the locker room. But, uh, yeah, again, just a super nice guy. He's always, uh, you know, super easy to work with. And um, I think I wrestled him uh, in the boys. It was the 3S versus the boys in Miami. And, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. You know, hopefully I get to work with him again in the future because, I mean, back in 2016, 2017, I'd say Dalton was probably – probably the most over guy in all of wrestling. Yeah, so, he yeah, so he, he definitely great wrestler. And uh, yeah, hopefully I get to work with him soon. Do you miss the boys? Yes, I do. <laughs> I, do I do miss the boys. Yeah, they were, they were very funny. They're very funny guys. <laughs> yeah, they're doing quite well in the OVW at the minute. So uh, it'd be nice to see them make their return, but uh, they're doing quite well over there. And uh, Dalton's... Uh, tag team partner before COVID hit was uh, Joe Hendry and like I said I interviewed him and because he's a fellow UK guy yeah right. we, we got along quite well too he's quite a good guy but uh, I would imagine like the locker room was a fan of his uh, songs yeah he's he might be <laughs> one of the most creative guys in the locker room with all the songs that he can come up with it's I mean his entrance alone his entrance theme is amazing so right. yeah yeah Joe Joe's awesome yeah, I'm gonna have to try and get him to make. I need an I need a intro theme for my podcast. So oh, I'll that'd be message him. <laughs> I, I, I was the perfect I was, guy. Oh, I was thinking. I actually messaged him the other day. I said to him, "I'm like, right. I'm like, the show is called that '90s Wrestling Podcast. What is the theme song of the '90s? Go Go Power Rangers. So we need to try and get that tune and put some lyrics into it. So uh, we'll see what we can do. And uh, one of the biggest names you wrestled as well was um, Bully Ray. So. Uh, we mentioned that Shane Taylor is uh, pretty hard going in the ring, but what's it like mm-hmm. wrestling Bully? Yeah, I mean, he's pretty much the same way. You know, he's just, he's very intimidating too, just because you know what he's been through. You know, you know he's a legend and, uh, you know, he, he acts, he's acts as such. You know, he really, uh, he holds himself to a high standard. So when I had to, when I got the chance to work with him, I, I was super nervous for it because uh, I know that, what he does is very uh, particular. He likes to have things, you know, very particular. So I just, you know, I wanted to make sure that, you know, I was met to his standards. And uh, yeah, he uh, he told me he had a lot of fun working with me. I had a lot of fun working with him and I learned a lot too. He, uh, he just, yeah, he knows so much, <laughs> especially when it comes to just, you know, demanding a crowd and, you know, holding a crowd in your hand. Yeah, he's he's got that uh, down to a T. Yeah, he's uh, one of the greats, and uh, and you was starting to get this single push, I suppose you say, but I had to be on pause for a while because obviously last year that COVID um, came out of the blue. Really, we didn't. Yeah, like we first heard the reports, and I was like, "Wow, that sounds pretty bad." But you never expect it to become how it did, and I mean, fortunately, so many people's uh, passed away with it. But hopefully, now we are getting over it. But yeah, when covid hit i think uh both joe and shane both said to me uh like they was on planes they was about to go on the plane that morning to mm-hmm. start making some tapings and then it was like got the phone call like right turn around uh what was your reaction when you heard news for like all oh, this was starting to get shut down and it was shut down for quite a while 
Yeah, so I was on my way to Vegas, and um, I was actually on the plane, and I landed, and it's when I got a chat. I got a text from Cheeseburger, and he had told me he go. He was like, "Oh yeah, all the uh, all the shows are canceled," and I was like, "Well, I I just got to Vegas. I mean, what's what's going on?" And he's like, "Yeah, I mean, uh, come to the hotel. We're gonna have a meeting tomorrow, but I don't think we're gonna have any shows." So, I mean, immediately I was like super disappointed because I was supposed to wrestle Bully Ray in a street fight. Wow. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that would have been the biggest match of my career. So I was yeah. I was super bummed out for a really long time about that. But not much you can do about it. You know, I, Ring of Honor did the right thing. They kept us all safe. Um, we we filmed a couple empty arena matches, but it, I mean, it wasn't the same at the time. But yeah, I flew back home the next day and. Sat, sat just sat at home for about eight months just waiting yeah. <laughs> it was it was horrible it was such a i was such on i was so on edge because yeah. i was like oh, when am i going to get to wrestle again i i really i had no idea so yeah thankfully all that's in the past and thankfully things are you know it looks like things are getting better so yeah. hopefully we can just you know continue to you know make things better with uh with this covid situation yeah, and I mean, I have to applaud um, RH because they've been so careful with their talent and uh, he's got the bubble uh, at the minute. Yeah. And uh, I've heard uh, the likes of uh, Peter Von Starr during interviews, it's like, it says sometimes it feels like you're in prison. You're just like confined to your room. But uh, what's it like being in the bubble? Um, I don't mind it too much. I think it's kind of fun. Uh, um, yeah, we get there, we take, we, uh, we take a COVID test before we get there. Then right. we take a COVID test when we get there. And then we take another one right before we wrestle. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I bring my PlayStation. I have, you know, a bunch of – I have some weights and stuff like that I bring with me. And I just, you know, just stay in my room, hang out. You know, they give us they give us money for food. So, I, you know, I order some food. I don't know. I think it's kind of fun. I think it's kind of fun. You know, it's <laughs> – what we'll probably never have this again. So, yeah. I'm just kind of soaking it in. You know, it's kind of, kind of special being a part of this. Yeah, it is. And uh... – you made your return a few weeks back, and you're on a bit of a winning streak, defeating Ray Horace and then wrestling LSG. So, uh, what's it like getting this push? And like, it seems to me like the plan is for you to be start pushing you as like a single star. So, how are you enjoying this singles run? Uh, yeah, um, it's it's great. I'm just honestly, I'm just glad I, like I get to wrestle in Ring of Honor again. Uh, that's because, uh, like I said before, I really didn't know when I was going to get the chance to. So, but the fact that, uh, you know, I get to wrestle with such great guys like Ray Orris and LSG, that just, you know, it's the cherry on top of the cake, really. <laughs> um, and it's also the pressure is now back on me because I know that they, you know, expect a lot out of me. And so I got to I got to make sure that I fulfill those uh, those needs that they're wanting. I don't know. Imagine uh one of the guys you want to wrestle is someone who's been with Ring of Honor for a few months now and a pretty big name, EC3. So mm. what's he like to be around? And is he one of the guys you'd love to have a match with? Yeah, no, I would I would definitely love to work with EC3. Um, when, every time I've met him, he's he's a little mysterious. You never really yeah. know what he's thinking. <laughs> he's kind of, uh, he's kind of uh, you know, uh, he keeps to himself. But I mean, that doesn't mean he's a not a nice guy. He's a super nice guy. He's very respectful. Uh, great wrestler. I mean, the match he had with Jay Briscoe at the 19th anniversary yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was so good. 
so yeah if i ever got the chance to work with dc3 i would you know i'd be honored yeah and uh we're hearing rumors i don't know if you're privy to them but uh andrade's just been released from wwe and he's pretty good friends with roosh so uh what's your thoughts on them rumors and i would imagine he's someone you'd like to tangle with in the ring yeah no definitely if uh if he came to ring of honor that would uh that would like the wrestling world on fire (laughs) to you know to say the least that would be awesome um i would yeah i would if ring of honor brass is listening to this please sign him (laughs) and then as soon as you sign him give me a match with him (laughs) (laughs) awesome and for the rest of 2021 uh what's your goals uh tv championship Uh, i think that sounds pretty damn good Yes. No. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. That TV title is that's uh, that's what I've always wanted. Really. Ever since I started, I don't know. I've always just been drawn to the television yeah. title. I just thought, you know, those. It's crazy to say this, but like that's Ring of Honor's work rate title, which yeah. is insane because you know everybody in Ring of Honor can use, you know, they can they can they can go. But yeah. yeah, I I really do want that television title because I feel that that television title just elevates guys to another level. You know, whether it's Jay Lethal or Shane Taylor, Matt Taven, even back in the day with like Generico, yeah. like those, that title just, it makes guys. So my goal is to try to get that title and, you know, take it as far as I can. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, obviously I'm not in the wrestling world. I wish I was, uh, this is probably the closest I'll ever be. So I'm actually appreciated that I've been able to speak to so many talents, but growing up, like for me, it was always like the IC title. And I don't know what, for the fans, uh, it always seems to be the mid-card title everyone wants to be. And for me, it was the IC title growing up. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's that's our IC title, really. It's yeah. just, you know, I feel like, you know, matches, I like television matches are kind of like faster paced, a little bit more hard hitting. Whereas like, you know, world title matches, they're, you know, more story based, more still hard hitting, but like uh, just more emotion and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I love that I'm in the television title division. I think that it's the right place for me right now, especially just coming back, um, yeah. you know, prior to the lockdown. So yeah, that, I'm, I'm glad I'm in the division and hopefully I get to capture that title soon. Awesome. Cool. So we're down to the final couple of segments. So um, you're a pretty young guy, so I don't know how much 90s knowledge you've got, but uh, <laughs> we'll try our best. <laughs> <laughs> So, first question is, what's your favorite 90s movie? Favorite 90s movie? Hmm. You know, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Jingle All the Way is my oh, favorite nice. 90s movie. Yeah, nice. prob- that'd probably be my favorite. I've, every time when I was a kid, you know, Christmas time rolled around. That's the movie I would want to watch. So, yes. yeah, I'll go, with, I'll go with that movie. Oh, that's probably, that's up there for the Christmas movies for me. So, yeah, I can agree on that. Go, favorite 90s TV show? Favorite 90s TV show? Uh, oh, Fresh Prince, for sure. That's a, pop, yeah. that's a popular answer. <laughs> yeah, definitely Fresh Prince. When, uh, when I was younger, it would pop up on uh, Nick at Night. So right. I, would, I, would, I would watch the Fresh Prince right before I would go to sleep. Yeah, it's on Netflix now, and I can just re-watch them every episode all the time, so they're just so good. Yeah, they, yeah, they are. Cool. And you're a video game player, so favorite 90s video game? Oh, man, that's now that's a tough one. Because yeah. there's so, so many good ones. Um, let's see here. I'm going to go and say uh, Final Fantasy VII. That's probably my favorite 90s video game. Cool. Have you played the remake yet? I have, yes. Uh, yeah, the ending was a little uh, little bizarre. I wasn't expecting that. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I mean, I other than that, I thought it was pretty good. 
Yeah, to be honest, I've I've I never got around to playing like the original. Uh, mm-hmm. I played a bit of it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have to uh, download it. But I've uh, I've just started playing. Well, I said I've just started. I've been playing it for a couple of weeks. The remake, and I think I'm near the final mission. I'm just finishing off on my, on my side quest, but uh, I'm enjoying it. Um, but yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's so good at what they're doing with it, like just remaking it. And I don't know how many parts are gonna be released. In my head, I'm thinking it's gonna be three parts, like this part and two more parts, but. <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to think how many uh, generation of consoles is going to span over. <laughs> so oh, hopefully, uh, hopefully it can all stay on like the PS5. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. but you, you never really know with these kind of things. <laughs> cool. So we'll move it back to the wrestling. Uh, favorite '90s wrestler? Hmm. Favorite '90s wrestler? I might have to go with Shawn Michaels. In all honesty, it's just uh, that was that was my mom's favorite wrestler. Right. So that was like one of the one of the first wrestlers I really got invested into. So yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll say Shawn Michaels. Have you had the opportunity to meet him yet? I haven't. No. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't. That would be that'd be kind of surreal. I don't really get a, a starstruck all too often, yeah. but I I think I probably would if I ever met Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I, I, I there's been two, there's been three moments I've been starstruck. So during doing these interviews, I interviewed Rob Van Dam a few weeks back. Okay. And I was like, and like me as an eleven year old when they done the invasion storyline, and the first, and I explained this to him. Uh, but when he first popped up on the screen, I'm like, oh my god, I'm talking to Rob Van Dam. I just can't <laughs> believe it. Uh, and that was great. The other time I marked out, funny enough, um, I went to a uh, like a comic book convention. I took the kids, and uh, me kids, mad on Power Rangers, even the, like Mighty Morphin, what I used to group watching. Right. And we met we met uh, Tommy, Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, the original Green mm-hmm. Ranger. I think I was more excited than me five year old at the time. <laughs> <laughs> that I makes sense, like, yeah, because you grew up with them. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, it's Tommy. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> It's good. Cool. And uh, the final one, your favorite 90s match. This is always a tough one. Oh, yeah, that is a tough one. Um, favorite 90s match. Oh, man, you kind of put me on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a, this, is, this is always a tough one, to be fair. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, let's see here. I'm trying to think back to what I can remember because I was born in 95. So, oh, your baby then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah, no specific matches are really coming to mind. <laughs> so, I, I might, I might not have an answer for this one. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out on Twitter in a couple of weeks. <laughs> right. Cool. And the uh, last two questions. So we're away from the nineties, but we always get asked this from the uh, viewers. So, what's the favorite rib you've been a part of of what you've seen? Um, who, oh, so, okay. So, uh, Mark Briscoe, uh, he had, uh, he had, we had this box. I don't know what the box was for, but, um, he was, it was this huge box and he goes, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to jump in this box and, you know, uh, tell me when someone's coming and I'll scare him. So you know, he jumps in this box, he closes it up. And, uh, we had one of the guys that used to train at the, the school with us. He was kind of, you know, big, tall guy, but he was, uh, a little goofy so so he was perfect for it so uh, we're like oh hey yeah can you go uh can you go get that box and put it over there and he's oh yeah sure no problem 
So he's going, he was walking over, and then, like, as soon as he goes to try to pick it up, Mark Briscoe just pops out of the box, and he, like, falls back, and he, he was, like, screaming and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'd, that's probably the best one just because I knew the guy, like, really well because I trained with him, and yeah. his reaction was – it was golden. Awesome. And uh, your favorite uh, funniest road story? Funniest road story? Uh that probably involves cheeseburger. So let me uh, <laughs> let me think of a good one here. Okay, yeah. So we were going to Atlanta one show, right? But uh, before we before we left, we had to stop and get some gas at a gas station. And uh, Ryan Nova, he's from New Jersey, and uh, in that state, they don't let you pump your own gas. I don't oh, know right. why. Yeah, I don't know why, but <laughs> they just they don't let you do it. So uh, so Burger, you know, he pulls up. And he had, we had a gas card with us because Ring of Honor, you know, they gave us a gas card. So, you know, he goes and he fills up the our car. So, you know, he puts it in and stuff like that. And then he goes inside. And, he, um, and then we meet him inside and stuff like that. And he goes, okay, well, you know, I'm going to head off. We're like, oh, okay. So we go back into the car. Ryan was driving. So he gets into the car. I know I buckle up and stuff like that. We start to pull off. And uh, the gas pump was still in the car. <laughs> so, so Ryan pulls off and then, you know, the gas pump just, you know, oh, it just no. falls apart. And like the, the gas station worker was like, oh, hey, no, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, he Berger was like, uh, you know, he's like, Ryan, what are you doing? Like, why, why didn't you take the pump out? And he goes, oh, you you put it in. Why didn't you take it out? So I'm just like, like in the middle of them arguing. And I was just like, hey, it's not my fault. Yeah. So I don't I don't know who's wrong and who's right, but I do know it's not my fault. But yeah, that's probably that's probably one of the funnier stories I have with those two. <laughs> Go cool. awesome. Go cool. well, Eli. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Uh, some great stories, and yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, now. Fact we're hopefully past the COVID and that uh, 2021. Hopefully, looks a bright year and seems like you're up on the right track, having a great singles push for this year. So before we do go, do you want to tell everyone where they can find you on social media? Yeah, so uh, both Instagram and Twitter, I'm at, at Eli Isom, but the Isom is spelled E-Y-E-S-U-M because a lot of people have a hard li- a hard time pronouncing my last name. Yeah. So, you know, I just, I have to spell it out for them how, exactly how it sounds. But yeah, Twitter and Instagram, at Eli Isom. Awesome. Uh, for everyone watching this uh, who hasn't checked out Ring of Honor, if you've been living under a rock, but if you stay with uh, UK <laughs> fans, catch it on the fight app every week for free so yeah definitely catch it because these guys are putting on a hell of a show every weekend if you just but they got some great characters with like a vincent and the righteous but for in-ring talents yeah i don't think these guys can be chop, uh, tops so yeah please check them out so yeah thanks again eli and yeah hopefully we can do this again when you've got some uh, gold around your waist <laughs> yeah that would be that'd be really fun i hope so <laughs> Hey everyone, thanks for checking out this interview, hope you enjoyed it, and that's where I guess announcement for next week's interview, so yeah, we're still sticking with Ring of Honor, because from the Righteous, I am welcoming Vita Von Starr, so I had a great chat to Vita, um, talking more in depth about Ring of Honor again, her uh, working in the circus, which some great stories from that, and also our share of uh, horror movies, so a really great chat to Vita, so hopefully you can pop back next week and watch it. Um, so you don't miss that interview, if you give us a big old subscribe on whichever platform you're using, whether it be YouTube or any podcasting platform, that really does help the channel out and it reminds you that, you know, I've got a new episode out. So that would be awesome. And yeah, if you want to look after yourself and uh, head over to manscaped.com, use my code 90s 
not only do you get 20% off and free shipping, but you also keep your balls clean. So, definitely go for it. And yeah, and if you want to interact with me on social media, I keep forgetting to plug my social media lately, but yes, you can follow me on Twitter, at 90s Wrestling Pod. You can follow me on Instagram, that 90s Wrestling Podcast. And yeah, I've also got a Facebook page as well. So, yes, if you want to interact with me on social media, I'd be more than happy to. So everyone, till next time, I'll catch you then. Bye.